Welcome back to the Mountains in the Sea, where we find the highs and lows of each and every Prince album every other week. I'm Chrissy. And this is Josh. And we're so glad that you're back with us today. Today, we are back with the second half of Live at the Forum, the Blu-ray included with the Welcome to America Deluxe Edition. Yay! Yay! This was a delight. Yes, it really was. The first half of the show we covered last time, it was really fun. We really enjoyed it. Very heavy on the ladies, the female performers. We watched Mm -hmm. the first hour, and this second hour and 10 minutes or so is much more Prince heavy. Yes, it is. If you were feeling, if you were there, and lucky you, Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, And you were feeling like, I didn't come here to see Shelby J sing. Well, Prince makes it up for you here in the second half. For sure. For sure. I do have a little correction. I'd like to thank Annie for clearing up that there were actually two Cassandras. Oh, yes. I remember you mentioned this to me in passing. That's right. In our daily lives. Two Cassandras at this show. Mm -hmm. So there was the Cassandra that Prince had introduced in 17 Days and Lover Girl, Cassandra Wilson, Correct. who evidently also sang When We Were Dancing Close and Slow with Prince prior to the start of this show. So the show starts with Joy and Repetition. Yeah. But I guess there was, according to Prince Vault, When We Were Dancing Close and Slow was performed by Prince and Cassandra Wilson either at the beginning or as part of a pre-show or something. Oh, I I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. And then... So that's Cassandra number one. That's the first Cassandra. Yeah. And then Cassandra O'Neill was on keyboards, vocals in the NPG, and she gets a shout-out... Yes, she does. ...in the second song we're going to talk about today. Yeah. So, a little correction there, a little uh, misunderstanding on our part, I saw that on Prince Vault and didn't really understand it and got confused. And I must have missed it. I just was sitting here idly letting you talk. (laughs) I'll stop doing that from here on. Don't you worry. Oh, great. Don't you worry. (laughs) Fun for me. Yep. It'll be a delightful next (laughs) 50 minutes or so. Well, we stopped where we did the last time. Strategically. Strategically, because we knew that... The next three songs, Let's Go Crazy, Delirious, and 1999, kind of all run together. Oh, yeah. If we had kept going, it would have been another, I don't know, 20-minute commitment. Yeah, exactly. We just didn't have that kind of time. (laughs) I didn't have that kind of time to edit when I'd already done the really big episode the week before. So It was a big episode. It was a big episode. So that's why we split this one up. That's my fault. Sorry about that. I can't do this anymore! (laughs) But let's dive right on in. Let's go crazy from Purple Rain, 1984. I believe that is correct. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Long keyboard intro. Uh Holding that note for a long time. Yeah, and Morris Hayes looking all regal. Yes, he's like in a trance. It was very funny. Sort of, until he starts smiling. Uh-huh. Yes, very delighted with himself. Yeah, 
because I would guess that he was just told, you hold that note until I come up from underneath that stage uh-huh. and start delivering the first line. That's right. However long it takes. That's right. Mm-hmm. And Prince returns to the stage via a lift mm-hmm. with the twins yes. in very fun flapper dresses. Right. It's delightful. And you notice this, Prince's collar. Oh, it was serious business. <laughs> I mean, that thing unfolded would be a hoodie. Yeah, really? I mean really would nearly cover his head. Yes, it's like if Palpatine had his <laughs> robe altered into a funky guitar-playing shirt. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, it was enormous. It is the biggest collar that I've ever seen Prince wear in my life. Yeah. I mean, and it, it goes would... from his, like, you know, his show. He doesn't have a short neck. No, he doesn't. He has a fairly long neck, and it goes, like, above the bottom of his ears. Yeah, I mean, it looks cool, and it's tailor-made it for him. Cool. But it is enormous. It's like kind of a mustard-colored shirt. Uh-huh. And, uh, I mean, it is so big that it would almost cover his neck if it was unfolded on the cover of 2010, <laughs> where the illustration has his neck just... Alien level long. <laughs> yeah, like Barbie level long. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then we have Delirious from 1999 album. Yeah, Let's Go Crazy just kind of rolls right into Delirious. It sure does. And I will say Prince made a habit later in his, on his career of kind of truncating the beginning speech of Let's Go Crazy. Uh-huh. Dearly beloved... We are gathered here today to get through this thing we call life. And the beat starts and the song takes off. And I kind of miss the whole churchy speech a little bit. Just wanted to say that. Yeah, okay. But anyway, yes, it kind of runs right into. Yeah, there's a real rapid change. It's Mm -hmm. very fun. Yeah. Um, he's been singing this song a long time, but you can tell he's still really having fun with it. That's true of so many songs in this set that are, again, there's there aren't there's no new material played in this whole show. Mm-mm. You know, especially considering he just finished an album and shelved it and is touring under the name of the album. But yeah, I think a a newfound enjoyment in playing his back catalog. And I mean, it's supposedly a fundraising show. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, it was smart to, you know, have a fairly hits-laden set list, but there are some surprises mixed in, for sure. Yeah. Well, you just like the way he has inflection on the word understand. Uh-huh. It's really fun. I don't love the organ, but live, it's really the Hammond organ. Enjoy- enjoyable. I wondered if you were going to mention that or if I was going to have to pull it out of you. <laughs> Because that was like one of your, that was your C from the album was. Yeah. 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 But I feel like live, it has a bit of a different feel. And watching the show is different than just listening to the audio of it for me. Oh, big time. Yes. I agree. I'm not, as has been documented a lot in this podcast. I'm not a big fan of Prince videos mm-hmm. or even videos in general, live videos. Most of them suck. <laughs> I'd rather just listen to the show. Sure. This one, I would rather watch and listen than just yes. listen. It's different. It has a different feel. Yeah. So. And he gets the crowd chant going with uh, say the word, say the word, delirious. Mm-hmm. Come on, come on. Delirious. I'm only hit that word. What's that word? Say, say the 
Yep. And it kind of morphs back into the, what is it called? Special dance mix of Let's Go Crazy with the kind of off-key piano and uh, kind of an extended part, even though it's not listed in the track listing. It's kind of like Let's Go Crazy, Delirious, and then back to Let's Go Crazy again. Cassandra O'Neill, the other Cassandra, mm-hmm. gets her shout out and does a little keyboard solo. Yeah. Oh, there's a really fun guitar as the ladies chant, oh no, let's go. And there's a little like rhythm guitar under that and then a wicked guitar solo. It's amazing. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of the, like, now, oh, no, let's go as part of Let's Go Crazy. I mean, I know it's in the original lyrics, but as a crowd chant, it doesn't work quite so well for me. I thought that all, all these women that are singing with him are talented and um, genuine and uh, great, but I'm just not a big fan of the... Oh, no, let's go. It gets a little old. Okay. I can see how it'd be really fun live. Yeah. That could be better Better to be there. And, uh-huh. Yeah. And just absorb it all. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then we have 1999. And Prince proclaims, make all the noise you can. <laughs> you know, over the super recognizable intro to yes. 1999. We don't get, don't worry. Uh-huh. It just goes right into the synthesizers. Right. Prince is in this red spotlight in his mm-hmm. gold outfit, and it's such a nice, like, fire-toned color for yeah. an end-of-the-world jam. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's not so super red that you can't tell what color he's wearing. That comes later. But it's just enough so that his the gold outfit looks so fiery and interesting. It's great. Good observation. Yeah. I like that uh, the ladies sing I Was Dreaming When I Wrote This, Assume Me If It Goes Astray, and Prince has to take the next two verses uh-huh. uh, because I don't think any of the men are all that great. Yes, but... It's funny, because Prince is mouthing the words, even when he's not singing. Yeah. It was cute. It's sort of like he sings along to his own stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's fun. Uh, The whole party chanting with the audience is pretty fun. Yes, it is. It's a very enjoyable uh, part of the participation with the audience. And so funky, I can't even sing with myself. Does he say sing or sleep? Oh. He says, so funky, I can't even sleep Sleep with with myself. myself. Oh, okay. So the line that he had, I don't know, going back to the One Night Alone tour, he was saying that kind of stuff. Uh, okay. Funny. Yes. Fun and funny. Funny and funny and funky. Then we have Little Red Corvette, also from the 1999 mm-hmm. album. Sort of the first 
reimagining of Little Red Corvette. When he played this with Third Eye Girl, it was even slower and more heavy on guitars. Mm -hmm. Uh, This one, I feel like it has kind of a slow part. And the chorus is kind of a little faster. Then, as he says, slow down. Mm-hmm. Slow down. I really like the affected pain over acting that he has at the beginning with the lyrics. Like he can't even start singing. Like it's just, oh, it just hurts too much. Yeah, yeah he he's kind of goes back to that first line a uh-huh. handful of times to start yeah. singing, and then like goes to the ground and. <laughs> And he like literally skips to the point of the love symbol. Mm -hmm. He's got his guitar and he just skips down the long part of the stage. And it was so endearing. Yeah. It reminded me of his dancing in the video for Little Red Corvette and the stories that were told on the podcast, the official podcast that was part of 1999 Super Deluxe and how Prince did this unexpected shimmy across the stage and did the splits and came back up and the director was like, man, you've got to, you've got to warn me about that because we weren't expecting it and totally missed it. Uh And so it was like when he was learning, you know, cameramen can't read your mind. Yeah. And I almost expected him to kind of do that. And it, (laughs) it reminded me of that part when he was happily dancing across the stage. Yeah. It was joyful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He jumps on the top of his piano and yeah. leads the audience in rhythmic collapse. And mm-hmm. it ends with something that's always happens at Prince concerts. The thunderstorm. The thunder. That's right. And uh, then the stage goes dark and there's more thunder because Purple Rain's about to start. I don't know if it's because Purple Rain, but there there would be thunder no matter what song. Wow. Well. <laughs> it's almost like your signal for the show's not over yet. Yeah. That's right. Despite the fact that the lights are out. Yeah. It the ain't show's over. Not over. Yep. Oh no, we've got a 15 and a half minute version of Purple Rain coming up. Yeah, and the love symbols lit up all purple. Mm-hmm. It's very pretty, very on brand. Yeah, this huh. is the one song I think that uh, I would expect Prince to be a little <laughs> tired of. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, Delirious is fun. Purple Rain, beautiful song. But how many times has this been played by him? And it looks like he's playing it for the first time yeah. to me. That's yeah, he seems to really enjoy it. His enthusiasm and still playing the solo so tightly and so close to the recorded version that's on the album Purple Rain the motion picture soundtrack uh, and the crowd coming in early with the oohs mm-hmm. and, and just going with it and the oohs last for minutes upon minutes um, it's a kind of a pinnacle thing a yeah. pinnacle certainly you know probably his greatest song I don't think that's overstating it if I can't think of a song that's better and more universally loved mm-hmm. is. so to get a full live version of it at a show in 
2011 is a real treat, yeah. I think. And it's nice that the show doesn't end with Purple Rain. Um, yes, I agree. We've done, we've done that plenty. We don't yeah. need that anymore. Though it does sound like the end. Like, and sure. he gives it, it's even like a fake end. Sure. But... It was the close to the movie, the close to the album. Yeah. So it sounds like the end. Right. Just because it sounds that way and also because within the context of his work. Yeah. It's often a closing song. Right. I mean, it was mostly the close for the movie. There's a song after, but it's whatever. Anyway, he mentions that they're trying to save the facility. Right. We are trying to save this beautiful facility. Uh, And he says, strange things befall us all sometimes. Prior to that, he said, all thoughts and prayers with the South today. Yeah. Much respect, prayers, and love goes out to the South today. Strange things befall us all sometimes. I don't remember what was happening. I don't either. I have absolutely... No idea. Didn't mm-hmm. even think to look it up, but I was like, what happened in the South in April of 2011 that would make Prince mention it? But yeah, that's where his statement of strange things befall us all come from. Mm-hmm. There's this cool light that shines down on Prince and it looks like smoke or mist. It's like this really gentle spotlight. And it's kind of like if the spotlight were in front of him and somebody were putting like a fog machine between him and the light, but it looks like an effect on the light. And it just is like fog over him. Kind of, it was really pretty and interesting. There is definitely a lot to look at from a lighting and mm-hmm. costuming standpoint from the show. And the fact that it's in HD on a Blu-ray, beautifully shot, well edited, no quick cuts like right. you're watching Raven to the year 2000. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it's a it's a pleasure to watch for sure. Yeah. Um, he added this like chunky necklace and oh, yeah. a you ring and cufflinks. During yeah. there was a break, so yeah. he had some time to do it, but they were it was fun. Like he found new ways of making his outfit feel fresh throughout this. He'd change a shirt or he had a vest on that he took yeah. off at one point and like he'll disappear for a while and he'll come back and he's mostly in the same outfit, but now he's got, you know, accessories. Yeah. Which was kind of fun. Yeah, I remember you saying, what a thing to think to do in the middle of a concert, to go put on a necklace. Uh-huh. You know, this was all lined up, and he had a treasure trove of this stuff yeah. to, to pick from. Yeah, he just walks down there and put on what feels right or what's next in line or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. There was a really nice vibrato effect on his voice as well. Like yeah, yeah. it sounded like it was in a big room. It was in a big room. Right. But it had a an effect on his voice. Yeah, it was more of an echo. Yeah. Frame. Yeah. It was 
very, very pretty and nice. And then, of course, you know, it's this big deal. So confetti rains down as he does this guitar solo. Big, giant mess. A huge, yes, super cool. And Shelby's waving a flag with an angel blowing a horn and musical notes on it. And it's all coming down all over the love symbol. It's a mess everywhere. And we know it's not the end, but it looks and feels like the end. It does. It looks like the very end. Seems like it's the end. Prince disappears down a hole. And it's dark. <laughs> that wascally wabbit <laughs> disappears down a hole. All right. <laughs> and so and then it's dark for a while. Oh yeah. And you're watching this dark, but it's Blu-ray, so you can kind of see what's happening. Yep. And there's somebody sweeping the whole stage. Yeah, you saw that in like, yeah. a big old dust mop. Yeah, I was like, oh, well, that's a relief. Because I was, I knew it wasn't the end of the show because we had the set list. So, mm. you know, not the end of the show. We know they're coming back. Yeah. Like, how are they going to dance the bird on top of all this confetti? It seems dangerous. Right. This is how somebody's going to come sweep it all off. Yeah, at least pushed it. They cleared a path. It was like, Yeah, it was like still around the edges a like little a bit. It was like a confetti plow. Yeah. Yes, that's right. I remember thinking, why didn't they have like a couple dudes with those backpack uh, <laughs> leaf blowers? Leaf blowers, and <laughs> that would do it. <laughs> that could be the new thing. Instead of thunderstorms, it could be. <laughs> <laughs> that's fun. So, as I mentioned, we have the bird next from Ice Cream Castle by the time. Correct. From 1984, their album that went along with Purple Rain. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, although the way it was released, it wasn't really associated with Purple Rain, which always struck me as strange. Yeah, it was weird. Because uh, it was basically like more music from Purple Rain, even mm-hmm. though, you know, the Prince and the Revolution album was the motion picture soundtrack. There were, there were all these songs from all these other artists in there, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love uh, Prince saying, you've got about 10 seconds to get to the dance floor. Because, <laughs> you know, that's the way the lyric goes, but there's a lot more than 10 seconds. That there. Y'all got about 10 seconds to get to the dance floor. Yeah, before he even says that, there's a really cool shot of the love symbol all lit up in purple and somehow reflected Oh. Like into infinity. No, I think you were seeing the, one of the jumbotrons. So it was like a picture oh. in a picture in a picture. Oh that yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's how it why it looked like it was yeah. off to infinity. But it was right. fun. Yeah. It was pretty cool. And then you noticed the love symbol was connected to the drums again. Yes, which was enjoyable. Yeah, the lights that kind of rim it mm-hmm. are, were like affected by loud sounds. Yep, I guess is the best way to describe it. Well, and during the whole long absence from the stage, Prince was able to have a full outfit change. Oh, yeah. A white suit that just makes him glow. And he changed everything except his jewelry. Yeah, the necklaces and the necklace and the rings stayed. stayed. Yeah, it was fun. And then, you know, he brings uh, lots of people up on stage. Yes, he does. A bunch of ladies, mostly. And I noticed the twins were moving very rapidly yeah. and very smoothly. 
because they were on like heely skates. Yeah, like attachments to uh-huh. their shoes. Yeah, not like the shoes that have the heels in them or the heels. All shoes have heels. If they don't, I don't know why you're wearing them. <laughs> the not the shoes that have the wheels in them. Right. But like an attachment thing. Yeah, it was like the fancier version of the roller skates that I remember having as a kid that would like strap, strap onto to your, your shoes. sneakers. Uh huh. Uh, but they were just the, the back wheels. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty fun. Yeah. There was a very endearing shot of Shelby J holding a little boy. Oh, yeah. And some, like, four-year-old. He was little. Yeah, very little. Yeah. Had, was at the show, which I'm thinking he looked a little tired. Yes, he did. Because he probably was. But she picked him up and was holding him. It was very cute. Yeah. And then they do another song from the time, Jungle Love. Yep. Prince's version was released on Originals mm-hmm. back in June of 2019. Is that right? I think so. I think that's right. Um, yeah, so it's fun to hear him sing a studio version and then also come back and sing this as well, with mm-hmm. the, complete with Morris's Jungle Calls. Uh, yes, that's how it starts, <laughs> and the audience goes bananas. Yeah, that's very recognizable. Bananas. He's doing a monkey call. Oh. He asks, wait a minute, who ain't singing? So he told everybody to sing the OEOs. Yes. Which was fun. Very fun. I want to hear the voices. Just the voices. OEO, OEO. You know what I want. Just the voices. Say. Oh, wait a minute. Who ain't singing? Come on. Oh, people in the building. Mm-hmm. You noticed that there was a light on the piano? Yeah, just like the rim lights on the cymbal stage, uh-huh. the piano had lights on the face of it. Yeah, so like above the keys. Yeah, it almost was like an equalizer of mm-hmm. sorts. It was very, very cool. It was super fun. And then we get the first of two references to Jersey Shore. That's right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Jersey Shore. Is there a, a set of probably four or five women that are just bound and determined to get a handful of prints? Yes, they were, or at least a handful of his furry boots, <laughs> which they got, uh, much to his dismay, actually, because he's standing on a piano and his boots are, his furry white boots are at eye level of uh-huh. these crazy women. And he's talking to the band and turns around and says, excuse me, I'm working here. <laughs> yes. Which was That's great. So uh, funny. Excuse me. I'm working here. And they scream, I love you. And he says, I love you too. Now dance. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love you too. Now dance. He's kind of laughing. You can hear it the second time he says it. Now dance. <laughs> yeah. He's kind of laughing. It at was him. fun. And then he turned and asked the audience, do y'all claim them? Do you claim them? And I really thought he was not going to get off that. Yeah, the piano the until piano. they were escorted away. Yeah, but he did. He found a way to like hop down and get away from them, even though he was waylaid a little bit. Then he tells the band, I need a hit. Yeah. Like he doesn't know what's coming. You got any more hits? 
yeah, it's just playfulness, I think. Yeah. And um, I would say A Love Bazaar was a hit. Yeah. But it's interesting, it was not on a Prince album. And, you know, he's reaching into the into the back catalog a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you, if you're a Prince fan, you know what's coming up when the song gets counted off with letters instead of numbers. Uh-huh. Yeah. A, B, C, D. A, B, C. We get another fake goodnight, but then we get a little bit of housequake. How many people know about the quake? Y'all don't know about it. Uh, uh, uh. I said, how many people know about the quake? Um, a little controversy. Yes. Keeps yelling at people, asking them who knows about the quake, and then immediately, no, 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 they don't know. They yeah, don't know. <laughs> that's right. So again, playful. That to me got a little bit old. Um, like, I just really don't want to hear Housequake. Yeah, just play it. <laughs> yeah, which they never really got to, because what they end up playing um, is Controversy again. In fact, Prince even tells Morris, go back to Controversy, Morris. <laughs> go back to Controversy, Morris. How many people know about the Quake? Then we have Kiss from 1986's Parade. Uh, it stays dark long enough to get everybody off the stage. Yes, it and was then- cleared Mm-hmm. Cleared of the Jersey Shore. Yeah, that's right. And uh, then Prince actually calls out the Hammond organ. Yes, he does. Yep. Hammond organ, boys, turn it up. He's wearing these really fun arm warmers. He's changed again. Now he's in a sleeveless black shirt and yeah. he's got arm warmers that say prints on them. Right, and the Welcome to America font. So if they get mixed up backstage, he'll know which ones are his. Right, well it doesn't say I looked. It doesn't say L and R on them, so I don't know how he knows which one to put on which wrist. Well, I think he's just worried about getting somebody else's funky <laughs> arm warmers. Tells everybody to touch the sky. I love that part. Everybody touch the sky. Yeah. He kind of yells it and sings it all at once. Yeah. And, you know, everyone's just reaching for the for the sky. It's kind of that pump dance move. Mm-hmm. It's really very fun. Everybody touch the sky. Yep. You know what I want? Shake it out. Double time. fun and then we get our second jersey shore reference yeah that became a habit too in later years of playing kiss and changing the show that you Uh don't have to watch yeah it's not dynasty because dynasty hadn't been on for quite a while right it had been sex in the city for a while Uh and now jersey Jersey shore Shore, yes because jersey shore ran from 2009 to 2012 so it was a very timely reference yes at its peak come on you don't have to watch Then we get Play That Funky Music. It was from Wild Cherry's 1976 self-titled album. Correct. It's been covered a zillion times by a million different people. Right. So, I mean, I think you know what's coming when you hear... Uh, I think that it's uh, a lot of fun that probably Prince's best guitar solo in this entire show 
came during a song that is not his, yeah. and it's this one when he playfully yells, Can I play my guitar? Uh-huh. And he steps out in front of the twins and just goes for it. Yeah. Can I play my guitar? funky face and yeah or, yeah just all kinds of facial expressions and lots of toying with the crowd and and the lights were up super super bright yeah, it was a it house was, party it was just time. all like all the lights on almost looks like almost like not a concert anymore right. yeah like yeah. a like a basketball game yes exactly there is a little less than perfect video here Oh, I just noticed that too. Yeah, they had like wavy lines in yeah, it, and yeah, almost like it had digital zoom or something. On yeah, the camera that something used. a little off about it, but very forgivable. Yeah, the music and is really, great and the music's fine. great, and really, they don't linger yeah. on those four shots. It felt, it really felt like we have to use the shot because the other shots are not usable. Yeah, I agree. So. But to me, that's okay. This is a live thing, and, you know, we recorded every show. Right. Um, as opposed to a studio album that has audio flaws in it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of not really forgivable. Right. Something like this, I'm, I'm more inclined to say, give it to me raw, just give it to me. Uh-huh, exactly. Then we have Inglewood's Swingin', which is a alternate version of Hollywood Swingin' yep. from Cool in the Gang from 1973 album Wild and Peaceful. Yes. Apparently Prince Calden asked them permission to sing the song and change the town from Hollywood to Inglewood. Oh, I didn't realize I think that was on the official podcast that they told that story. And uh, the answer was emphatically yes. Uh-huh. It's weird that he even needed to ask. Yeah. To play it live yeah um, but he did yeah he vamps about seeing shows yes. at this arena as yeah. a young man and super bad guitar playing yeah and, it was his inspiration uh-huh. to a super bad guitar uh-huh. playing man uh-huh. to become a bad I said super bad super bad guitar playing fun even how he sings inglewood it's kind uh-huh. of this nasally fun delivery of the word inglewood that's super fun yeah calls out renato for a solo mm-hmm. which is nice he has this super very cool iridescent green guitar it was really neat. Agree. Yeah. Then we have Fantastic Voyage. That's right. And not the one that goes slide, slide, slippity side. Come on, everybody, let's get inside. Mm-hmm. Remember that redo? Yeah. Fantastic Voyage by... Uh, who the heck sang that? You can post it on social media after I look it <laughs> sure. up. Sure. Uh, uh, once Josh gets me that link, I will put it on the Facebook the Facebook. The Facebook at the Mountains and the Sea of Prince podcast on the Twitter <laughs> at TMATS, T-M-A-T-S podcast. Or you can send us an email, tmatspodcast at gmail.com. 
I'm going to save you the trouble. It's Coolio. Oh, Coolio the is the one that did the cover? Yes. Okay. And the original version was by Lakeside, right. and it was a number one R&B hit in 1980. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's m- mostly the ladies. We get several good nights. Yes, we do. This. Yep. It seems like the end. It's not quite the end. Uh, I think this is great how many encores there are, mm-hmm. and, but they're all worth it. It's not like he came back and yeah, bored anybody. In. Yeah. yeah, no, it was more of the, you know, calling people up on stage and having a good time and kind of jamming. Um, you know, it's kind of a mix of the more scripted type of tour that musicology was and a more free-flowing type thing uh, with a band that he clearly trusted mm-hmm. trusted enough to call out every single band member during yeah. the show at some point. Very fun. And then the actual end mm-hmm. is more than this, a cover of Brian Ferry and Roxy Music's song from the 1982 album Avalon. Correct. He does a really beautiful performance. It goes from these really effortless-seeming falsettos to a deeper register and mixed together. It was very, very fun. It is, and you would think by this point, you know, he's been screaming, he's been dancing, he's been guitar playing. You think he's been tired? Tired, or his voice might be shot, um, and he sings beautifully. Yeah, really, really beautiful. And there's a really pretty profile shot of him while he's singing this. I think that's the one that they used for the cover of the little uh, sleeve for the DVD. Mm -hmm. I think so, too. It was really just a beautiful shot that they captured, and he added another ring. Oh, I didn't even notice that, man. You were on top of the jewelry. (laughs) Well, it was so sparkly. It was probably real diamonds, so it was, he was probably wearing half a million dollars worth of jewelry at any given point during so. the evening. <laughs> <laughs> and then he disappears into the stage, down goes down, down his red <laughs> hole one last time. Yeah, I uh, I enjoyed the DVD much more than I thought I would. I was, of course, really looking forward to the album, which I did enjoy. Uh, the inclusion of the concert on Blu-ray is great. It's the only official Prince concert release that we have shot in HD, mm-hmm. which is amazing and sad. Yes. Um more please. Yes, more please. Um, it's a little strange since, I mean, yeah, the tour was named Welcome to America, but it had absolutely nothing to do with the album at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's all packaged correctly. It's, you know, together. It's not uh, the estate's fault that he an album that was shelved was ignored, you know. <laughs> all right. And so now we make some selections. We do. Now you do it. Yeah, well, you're going to do it too. But I'll go first. But okay. first I'll tell you what we choose. We choose time capsule, something that exemplifies the time at which the material was recorded or when it was released. We choose a C, the low point. Not that it's bad, though it could be bad. Just the thing that spoke to us the least. And the mountain, the thing that each individual host liked the most. These are my dumb rules, so I go first. The time capsule for me was the Jersey Shore references. Oh, okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. 
Uh, I went with Inglewood Swingin' because, uh, you know, he dedicated this time to do a number of shows in this arena in Inglewood, which he clearly loved and uh, served as an inspiration for him. The building was special. Yes. Um, so it all tied back to that time period, for sure. Very cool. The C, I mean, if I have to pick something, I guess it's going to be the few less than perfect wavy shots. Oh, okay. Because I really had nothing to complain about on this half of this. Yeah. It is hard to find something to complain about because it's a great performance and um, still like very inspired despite how old a lot of this material is. I'm just going to be nitpicky and go to Let's Go Crazy and the Oh No Let's Go repeats and refrains and the shortening of the speech at the intro after we got that organ for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was cute at first and I was like, okay, I get it. I think you went up and went, to, you got up and went to the bathroom at one point. Actually. I had plenty of time to. You did. I'm not that you old. didn't miss anything. <laughs> And the mountain, the thing that we like the most for me was the mix of hits and covers mm-hmm. and so much Prince in the second half. It was just very enjoyable. That's a great choice. Can't argue with that. I'll go to the two minute guitar solo in the middle of Play That Funky Music, White Boy, when we have someone who is decidedly not white uh-huh. playing funky music, but giving it a rock and roll guitar solo and uh, just showing everyone that the the guitar might as well have been part of the body. Yeah, exactly. It was just so... It was an extension of him. Oh, yeah. In an amazing, amazing way. Yeah, for sure. And the close-ups of his fingers and his fingernails, which are immaculate. Uh Uh-huh. How does he have perfect fingernails when he plays guitar like that? I don't know. I can't... I don't play guitar, and I can't keep my fingernails that nice. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) All right, next time, what are we going to talk about? Next time, uh, it only makes sense that we covered an album recorded in 2010 and left on the shelf and then finally released in this deluxe package that we might as well go back just a few months and take a look at the album 2010. Fun! Which did get a release in a weird way. Yeah. Um, And thankfully it's more widely available now, but we'll take a look at that somewhat short album, but a lot of fun, and we'll have some more discussions on why Prince's neck is so long <laughs> on that illustration on the cover. All right. It's really disturbing. Yeah, it just disturb you quite a lot. It does. Yes, yes. Well, thank you so much for listening. We know you make a choice when you listen to us. Do tell a friend. If you've got any purple friends who have not yet heard us, do tell them because it's way more fun when you can listen with a friend. And until next time, happy purple listening. Thanks for being with us.